Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Having a Good Time Sometimes. With this episode, I'm joined by a transformation life coach. Claire and I spoke about how to know what you really want, how to go for it. And we talked about how sometimes the things are fear and the worst case scenarios aren't that bad. And so what if we think and ask ourselves, what's the best that could happen? instead of but what's the worst thing that could happen and we all have fears we all have things that we want to do but we're scared to do or we have expectations or other things that are holding us back but in this episode really excited because it's really fun and you get to get a bit of a kick you know to get you to pursue your dreams your goals and I hope you enjoy thank you So we are now recording. Please tell me about yourself. Yeah, so my name's Claire. So I'm, a, I always say I'm a confidence building, action taking uh, coach. So I work with people who want to build their confidence, who have this vision of this future confident self, but just don't really know how to get there. They've tried loads of times and it's not really worked. And then they feel disappointed in themselves. And I think often a lot of the time people try and think themselves confident or plan themselves confident. <laughs> Good start, but you need to put the action into play because once you put the action in, you you can then see your abilities then, which builds the competence and the confidence, and then it kind of gets into that cycle. So a lot of people spend so much time planning and thinking that by the time the action comes, they've kind of like burnt themselves out a little bit. So I'm that voice on the side, I'm that support, I've got the tools, I've got the strategies that we can put together so that you're actually putting that action into action essentially so you are a coach helping people to take action get over the overthinking side of things and that is a big thing that I'm gonna like ask you about when you mentioned overthinking I was like yes yes the overthinking part because we all like say I'm the queen of saying things. I'm just like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. But then the action taken and the not overthinking the thing is actually very, very critical if you actually want to do something. So yeah, this is going to be really fun. I'm really interested in like, you know, picking your brain. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just going to ask you like, you know, where did this start? When did you start? You know, what was the motivation be- behind being a coach to people? So I've done quite a lot of travelling um, over the past few years and then COVID brought me home, good old COVID. So, oh no. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm going to have to get a job there, aren't I? So I got a job supporting um, women into employment, education, training, but it was a six-month programme. We took a really holistic view at it. So it was women who potentially would have been in care growing up, so they wouldn't have always had kind of like that stable upbringing. So we wanted to give them that support, that love, that care that potentially they may have been may have missed out on whilst growing up. Um, and as part of that six month program, they had we had life coaches come in, and they had a life coach who worked with them um, through that time. And I'd never even heard of a life coach before that. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, getting life coaches in? What do they do?" I really just didn't have a clue. 
And then I obviously saw what they did and I saw the impact that they had. And I was like, yeah, I like this. This is cool because with a life coach, it's very future focused. So you're, you're achieving your goals. You're seeing where you want to go, but you come in at the same level. So I think sometimes with other support systems, the, the, person coming in it has has all the answers and they're the ones that are going to fix you and they know what what's going to happen whereas with a coach like we don't think that we are like you've got the answers you know how you're you're not broken you know how you're going to make yourself feel better but you just you're just blocked at the minute you're just not thinking in in the space that's going to get you there so I really like that outlook where I kind of just am there to ask questions to help them unblock certain blockages that are stopping them seeing and thinking the amazing things that they can do because essentially like everyone has such unique strengths about them but if you can't see that that's going to hinder you going forward so once I realized this I decided I'm going to become a life coach I've trained up I'm qualified and I've just been working towards it ever since um I did a small stint of working to support people into just traveling but realised that was then kind of stopping a lot of people working with me who wanted to if they didn't want to travel. So I broadened it out to mainly confidence. And so it's confidence in all aspects. And so if you want to go travelling, I've 100% got you back. We'll get you there. <laughs> but that's not necessarily what you want. Mm. I can also support you into that as well. So yeah. it's been quite a nice organic way of growing that, I had no idea what a life coach was this time four years ago and now here I am absolutely like I love it and I know that this is definitely (laughs) what I'm meant to be doing. Oh that's really cool I think that's a very like nice foundation I I always like when people stumble upon things that they never like thought about or like dreamt of and all of a sudden it's like huh. Yeah exactly. So during your time, you know, in this program, did you have like a lot of like success rates where you could like visibly see your impact on these people's lives or was it just something that you just enjoyed or was it a combination of both? Uh, it was a combination of both because at that time I was leading the program rather than doing the actual life coaching. So I was seeing personally the impact that the life coaches were taking. So it was seeing that impact that then took my interest because I was doing a bit more say the organization the logical logistics side of it and then they were taking that life coaching side so it was seeing the impact that they were making that made me think yeah I enjoy this that's cool so do you kind of like work for yourself and you're just taking control of your own time and you can like structure everything by yourself now yeah, so I've got this and it's definitely a, a little side hustle at the minute. I've got my full-time job and I'm definitely working towards letting this um, take over. Um, so I still work to support people into work, education and training. I've stuck on that path. But yeah, this is definitely a side hustle that I just want to grow. I want it to be my main thing so that I think so that it can inspire others to do it as well. I was speaking to someone this morning and we were like, it's it's a crazy world that we this is one thing that I always think and I say it to some people and they're like I never thought that before why have you said this because now I'm gonna think like this but I always think it's really strange that we have to ask permission from somebody so say your manager in work whether you can have time off 
go and do the things that you want to do in your life. And they then have that authority to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. And I just find it, like, if you sit and think about it for a minute, like, it's really bizarre, isn't it? Because, like, this is my life. It's like, who started this and who do I have to fight? (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? Because I want a word with them. (laughs) No, literally, I have, I have, I like, thought about that before. I am such an advocate of, I mean, when people listen, they think I'm, like, being lazy. But I'm such an advocate of like, one, why do we even have to work? <laughs> like, why can't we just be taken care of? Obviously, that's a joke. But like, deep down, it's, you know, if you like, um, you know, what's the word? Like, dismantle that and you just like, you know, think deeply about it. It's kind of like the old structure of work and a nine to five in the first place. It's like, who started it? And even <laughs> if they started it, why do we have to keep it going? And obviously, it's because it's beneficial, like capitalism and stuff. But it's the fact that anyone that wants to deviate from that is now like pointed and like, you're evil, you're this, you're lazy, or you're not serious about your life, and you're not this, and you're not that. So, so many things that you're right. Like, why do I need permission to take a day off? I guess, like, I could inform you, but like, why is it like, why does a company have the power to be like, this is a 20 days you're allowed to take off because I'm paying you, I guess. I don't know, it's transactional, but it's also like, who made up these rules? Like, let's just, let's just take a day off if we feel like, <laughs> obviously it's not realistic, but there is a middle ground there. Yeah, and I think you can get yourself into like a little bit of a black hole where like the longer you think it's like, and then we have to do this, and then we have to do this, and by the end of it you're like, right, I'm out, I'm not doing this anymore, like, okay. And then reality yes. hits that you've got bills to pay and you're like, okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be back on work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it is very, um, like, overwhelming. And it, circling back to that overthinking aspect of it, because I am very, I'm very big overthinking. Like, I could just easily go down that loop all of, like, why do we have to do this and why do we have to do this and how can I escape the rat race and how can I escape this structure and then you just end up going back to work. <laughs> it's like, why can't we yeah, still pay? I'm very jealous of people who, don't, who just go through life not really thinking about it. It's still as they're told and they love the structure and they love everything that has been structured and created for them. But unless that don't necessarily agree with these things, we find it difficult just existing in life because the very like nature of like existence that has already been carved out just goes against everything that we believe in or we just naturally want to do so yeah it's it's quite challenging like what do you think about that I think that comes down to like society's expectations as well and that's something that I kind of talk a lot about a lot on my Instagram are these expectations and this Mm. timeline that so not even necessarily like you have to go to work and you have to do that but like at 20 you finish your education and then you need to start working on a career and then you need to work up your career ladder so that around 30s you're in a good enough space for you to find your partner, be engaged, get married, <laughs> and then about kids. And then you have your kids through your 30s if you can climb the ladder a bit more. And then you retire. And then when you're retired, oh, you're quite old then. So then you need to just slow it down and take it easy. And it's just like, who again? Who wrote that? Like, where did that come from? Because yeah. that's something that, and and kind of it, it comes into that overthinking as well. I'm actually, I'm, I've got a week's theme content coming up on overthinking. And one of the things that comes up a lot is you, you're then comparing yourself to where everyone else is at. Mm. And, oh, well, I'm doing this and someone else isn't. And then you start overthinking your own decisions and your own abilities. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like this spiral that just keeps going round that just gets harder and harder to get out of, really. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of conversations about this because obviously, apart from like social media, I feel like even social media just allows us to voice those things. But I feel like even if social media didn't exist, where we are in the world now, these like structures and these like planned out way of living that at 20 you're supposed to finish school, at 30 you're supposed to get married, it's like it doesn't work anymore for this generation and the next. and it's just like, and now there's a bit of like a conflict where like, <laughs> we don't really, it were finding it quite difficult, especially because now obviously women, you know, want to make their own money because they don't want to be tied down in any way. And then, but then it's like our biological clock doesn't wait. But then it's like, people are still getting married later and having kids later, but there's still people that are going to tell you, don't dare do that, like do it now. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where like, again, you have to just pull back and like re- visualize your own life and think for yourself like what do I really want but then it's hard to know what you want without voices from like different parts like from family from friends from the tv you're watching from social media tiktok oh my god tiktok um mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like how do you like really really know what you actually want because we are as we are now like I'm 25 and at this age I've already taken in so much information about how things are supposed to be that I'm not really just myself now I'm now like I've there's so many history and like things I've gone through and things I've heard and learned that I just added to my like who I am currently that I can't just like every decision I make is because of something as like maybe happened from the past what I've learned from the past or I can't just like simply make a decision like what age do I want to have kids do I even want to have kids like that decision is not easy for me to make because there's just too much information how do I really know I want I think that's a big thing as well is like everyone else's opinion and that is what's influencing Mm. you and probably making it hard for you to make a decision because maybe deep down Mm. you know what your decision is but it's hearing the noise of society and family and friends that are then pulling you away from your actual decision. So I think a really good thing to do is to figure out your values because your values are something that they direct your life. Once you know what's important to you, they can then help with your decision making. Um, So like, for example, one of my values is freedom and it always has been through all the traveling that I've done and whenever I come to a decision and I'm like I'm not too sure I'm like okay well where where do my values come into this but I think it's also as well like being open to change like not not feeling like you have to know what you want because sometimes that then puts you on that path like you can have goals and you can have long-term goals short-term goals but as if you're open to new opportunities that will come then that path can change. But if you're like so fixated on like, I've planned the next 10 years, this is what I'm going to do. Like you don't know what amazing things could have happened if you'd have had that that willingness to be open. So I think like identifying your values is a really good one. Being willing for different opportunities, for different situations that can come out. And I think a big one is trying new things, experimenting, because 
you can't you don't know what you like unless you try new things and I think especially as we get older we kind of get a little bit more like like making friends when you're older everyone always says that how do you do it it's impossible like if you don't have your friends from school and university or college then you're never going to make a new friend again yep. you have to put yourself out there like I joined the new rounders club a couple of weeks ago and I've not played rounders since school like it was always one of those clubs that I enjoyed but now there's such a lovely group of girls that all go and play rounders every every week and you have to put yourself out there you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone otherwise mm. you're not you're not going to try those new things so yeah I think trying new things your values and just having that openness to see what could happen because essentially anything can happen and if you're if you're ready to say yes and go for it then who knows yeah and like hearing you say that now like I feel like I'm like I know that I know that but it, I think the thing that personally holds me back is like just the fear of failure slash making the wrong decision mm-hmm. I don't want to make the wrong decisions like if I like decide to pick pasta instead of rice, for example, yeah. like if like I start having a tummy, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm like I should have chosen something else. Like I just always have that fear of like I have to like really, really. I think I'm like a what's the word maximizer where I have to really explore and like think of the end of each decision before making it. Like try to think about the pros and cons which I guess rightfully you know, so I, I, f- I should think about it but like I'm just like but what if I make the wrong decision and that's one of the things that personally stops me from like actually doing what I actually want to do um for example like I'm just a naturally like creative person I love like, photography and podcasting and stuff like that like the things that make me excited just seeing like you know like if I see like an event and there's like so much going on like a launch of a new restaurant or something when I see that on LinkedIn I'm like oh that looks so cool but then it's like I don't want to go into that industry because it's like now I'm gonna have to staff on the button <laughs> and I'm gonna gonna have enough money to pay for my bills and stuff like that so it's just like the fear of failing and like choosing the wrong decision like how do you just I know you say you just have to you just have to like try you just have to try it but it's like how does one like someone overcome that fear of picking the wrong thing I think there is so say you've got your two decisions like think about the worst case scenario so say you're, you're mm. passing rice obviously <laughs> it's a little it's not a big one but you know so say like you pick pasta or rice and you pick pasta and you're like oh man like I wish I'd have picked the rice you've mm-hmm. learned something then you've learned that next time you pick the rice so I think it's it's not seen it as a failure it's seen it as you're learning from something and then you've gained something then you've gained that message that okay from now on it's rice and you're not going to make that mistake again and I think failure has it kind of like has such a negative word and feeling around it but it isn't that because with everything that goes wrong doesn't quite go right there's always learning with it and it's what can you take Mm. from that to then take further on and into the into the future because there will be things that have happened years ago that at the time you would have been like oh that was the wrong decision why did I do that I failed but that's why you're where you are now so making those mistakes will then get you to where you're meant to be 
So it's just, I think it is kind of like trusting, trusting that process as well. And knowing that the worst case scenario, like if you think of the worst, what is the worst case scenario of you picking pasta and that not being the right thing? And then can I deal with that? Can I deal with the worst thing that's going to happen? And if you can, go with it, take that risk, run with it, because potentially... You're gonna love pasta, and it's gonna be amazing, and it's gonna be nice. <laughs> but if not, sure. you've learned, you know, you've taken something from it, mm. and then you've gone with rice. So I think it's it's taking away the fact that it's the fear. It's not failing. I think take failure away and see it as learning something new, and it just changes that perspective so much more. Right. So it's like in your head, replacing that. Oh, what if I feel with I'm gonna learn like something and. If this doesn't work out, at least I would have learned something, right? I guess that is quite interesting, but also quite difficult to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. and it is it is difficult. And I actually um, am writing something at the minute. And when you, so when you try new things, they're always going to be hard because it's new because you're pushing your comfort mm-hmm. zone. And it's, it's like this. It's I think it's a really gorgeous analogy. And it's so say you're. Um, you're walking to work and you have done that for the past three years and you walk through this field that's all overgrown and you can see your path can't you you can see that path because you've done it for three years it's all trodden down and everything else is overgrown and if you decide tomorrow I'm going to take a different path I'm going to try a new way let's see how I get there and obviously the first time you take that path you're going to be pushing branches out the way you're going to be (laughs) standing on like muddy puddles and tromping grass down and everything but you'll still get to where you meant to go you still get to work but it'll just have been a little bit more difficult and then the day after that you'll try again and it'll be easier than the day before but it won't be as easy as your comfortable path that you would have taken but the more times you do that you've moved the branches out of the way they're no longer there you've trodden it down you know what's there and you've now become comfortable with it so I think when you say it's hard and potentially a bit uncomfortable that's what you want you want that because you're doing something new you're trying something different you're pushing that comfort zone which is where that growth then comes in where um, instead of just kind of like staying on that on that one path where you know you're kind of just gonna safe yeah 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 exactly right so pushing yourself trying new things thinking about what you value that's how you try and make a decision and be confident in your decision to say okay well even if this is not what I wanted at least I learned that it's not what I wanted and also just like going for it and trusting the process okay makes sense and it's definitely definitely easier said than done like obviously like me <laughs> saying all this like you're thinking yeah 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 and then when you go to start tomorrow you'll be like ah but if you just go like slow down write it down like think about it and know that the end goal that you're going to get to will be worth it. And I think, I think social media as well, it kind of makes everything seem so easy. And you compare 100% of your life that you know, so the good, the bad, the ugly, the failures, to the like mm-hmm. 2% that you see on Instagram or TikTok of someone's amazingness that's all gone so well. Yeah. And actually, it's then like rationalizing that to be like, okay, well, I've got 100% vision here and only 2% of theirs. They're going to have 98% of some other stuff going on as well. It's not always going to be as smooth sailing as it looks online. That's true. 
always having that in the back of your mind, like how you're comparing your, literally, you're 100%, you know everything about you, what's gone right wrong to the perfect life that everyone has on social media. Yeah, that is very true. Because, for example, I would see someone doing things that I'm like, I want to do that. And I know I will. That's the funny thing. like, I just know that I'm going to get there. But it's about having patience. Uh, wait, maybe it's not the right time. Because I'm like, why well, am I not there yet? <laughs> I can do this too. Like I see, for example, like TikTokers who like maybe make funny videos and they make content and they're now on red carpets interviewing celebrities. And so there's a movie premiere. They're going to be like, like the Barbie one now. They're going to be there like interviewing Margaret, Margaret Robbie. And I'm like, I can do that. Like put me on stage. <laughs> But it's like also like I also know that I haven't made myself visible mm-hmm. enough to be in that like group of people who are going to be interviewing Margaret Robbie. But it's also because I also like have that fear of being seen and perceived as <laughs> like what are people going to think of me or what kind of people are going to be watching my content, like what are people going to say. And I know that they've made that sacrifice of putting themselves out there. So that's the reward that they're getting. So if I want to be like, doing the same thing they're doing I should I guess in some way try and also put my stuff out there and let people see it and maybe I'll be where they are but I also you know don't know how far and how long it's taking them to get to where they are I don't know how long they've been trying I don't know what the situation is like I don't know what their life is like this could be like the only good thing (laughs) in their lives or it could just be like they may have gone through so much and like this is their reward for all that stuff they've gone through. So I think sometimes when I find myself just going to like the deep dive and into like everybody else that's doing everything that I want to do and I'm not, I just think to myself, you know what, my time's going to come and all of you are going to be there to watch. (laughs) I have a bit of that sense that I'm going to get this. I'm just like, Kenny, this is the learning process. Like I'm going to learn. Because to be fair, when I think about all the stuff I used to want when I was younger, if I had it then, it probably wouldn't even be as fun as it is now. Like, for example, my freedom. You know, I only just moved out like two years ago, but I always wanted to move out for so long. And now I'm like, you know what? Moving out is more fun now <laughs> because I'm older. There's more things I can do. I'm wiser. I can make better decisions. So you're right. Like, at the end of the day, we're seeing people's highlights that they've carefully made for us you know and like if we also had a camera each time something nice happened to us we would have the same highlights as they do we just don't film it (laughs) exactly and I think as well something that I always say to people is we always concentrate on what's gone wrong rather than like what's Mm. gone right so if you just have a jar and every time something happens that makes you happy or that you're proud of you give me a good idea I'll write that down (laughs) write it down and put it in your jar so when you're overthinking when you're looking at them interviewing Margot Robbie like I wish that was me look at everything you've accomplished and be like these are my steps towards that interviewing Margot Robbie for Barbie too when it comes out do you know what I mean like Ooh, that's going to be me. You're getting me excited now. <laughs> <laughs> because essentially that person who is interviewing Margot Robbie now will have probably have had those exact thoughts about someone who was interviewing the other celebrity so many mm. years ago. Do you know, this? everyone's going through that process. You, mm. It's just whereabouts in that process that you're up to. I think I'm just now understanding that and sometimes like you said it's hard to remember when you're in that moment but if you just like look 
far and just like take yourself out and try to have a bit of a wider lens so you're gonna be like hmm actually i'm a, in a mu much better place now than i was before so it's only hopefully gonna get better from <laughs> um so yeah bringing it back to confidence what do you think is the main thing that is stopping people from doing what they actually want to do and i know i have like it's sort of broad que um, question because there's so many things people want to do but you know i've personally said you know my fear of failure slash maybe being perceived or like doing the wrong thing what do you think is like when you are speaking to somebody you can tell like deep down they know what they want but what are the things you've noticed are actually like stopping them from doing it i think a big thing is the fear of judgment so fear mm -hmm. of failure like you say and then the fear of judgment comes quite closely behind that because we compare ourselves so much more nowadays because like we've been with social media it's, it's everywhere isn't it um mm. so you're comparing your 100 percent to that two percent so you've got that compare that comparison i always say it's that kind of called comparisonitis it's like a disease that like we all keep doing it don't we <laughs> um, people pleasing often people all put other people before themselves and it's like mm. you're 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 out there saying yes of course i can do that and then you're like in your head you're like i don't want to do that like it's two <laughs> different voices um there's self-doubt there's external pressures like you said there's family there's so many different things society telling you what you should be doing that makes you then question everything that you actually want to do and then yeah. that builds that uncertainty in, inside of you and then you step back from it so like we said about someone starting their own business doing their own thing it's not really the norm is it and I think I can't remember who it was I read something the other day and they were like if I hadn't gone against the norm and taken that step to do that I wouldn't have achieved all these absolutely amazing things so if you can stop that fear of judgment if you can work to overcome it to know that what you're doing is exactly what you're meant to do because your values align because it's something you mm. enjoy because you're passionate about it if you know that then the noise of society the noise of everything else will get quieter and you'll be able to kind of like you back yourself that's that's what my program's called it's called back yourself because it, it, you need to be able to back yourself to be able to do the things that you want to do so yeah that fear of judgment is a hundred percent one of the things that's always always around yeah and what if the person is saying think twice about this um i'm not sure you can do this or be realistic that's something something someone told me recently and i was just really upset by that even though i was being very like because i'm quite a jokey person i'm sure you can like tell from my personality already the person was asking you know, how's like life being how's everything i was like everything's fine you know at the end of the day but I don't really want to work, do I? Like, <laughs> I just want to like be invited to events and talk and stuff like that. And they're like, come on, realistic. And that really like made me upset, even though I, I know this person's not saying it from a place of being malicious, but they're just saying like, how can you not work? In their head, they're like, life is all about doing your job and getting paid. In their head, they're like, she's not, she's just playing like but in my head I'm like no I'm being <laughs> serious but <laughs> I probably said it in a joking way I'm like I don't want to work I mean like do like work work like go to do your nine to five I actually want to be creating 
a life that I want to do and like but obviously realistically realistically I'm not there yet but that is just my way of like expressing that but the person is like be realistic and of course this is a friend whose opinion I value but also like at the end of the day they don't have that much impact on what I'm gonna do you know I'm still gonna do it but it's just like that just you know is proved to be of a button but like what if this was coming from someone whose opinion I actually really really value and it's like such a big you know figure in my life like how can people deal with that kind of objection to things that they actually are thinking of doing I think that then comes down to having a good conversation so maybe like find out like why why do you think this isn't realistic so this is my Mm -hmm. dream this is something that I can see myself doing other people are doing it so I know it's possible this is something that gets me excited like why do you think it's not realistic and then maybe they don't think it's realistic because it's something different because it's not your nine to five and maybe there's someone who is as we say kind of like on that vision that you have to be doing your nine to five to be doing it right and maybe by talking to you and seeing your passion and seeing the things that excite you and that you have these this drive and these goals and ambition might actually like twig something in them they say if people kind of project something on you it's often an insecurity in themselves so maybe them seeing that drive in you seeing that ambition is triggering something in themselves because they're like well why am I okay with this nine to five like why am I like just gonna do this and potentially it is triggering something in them so if you can have that conversation you never know what could come from that like it's gaining that understanding and maybe maybe it's coming from a place of protection like if if they don't they don't get it if they don't understand they want you to be safe being safe is in a nine-to-five isn't it because you know you're getting that income but is that exactly (laughs) which is also important you know Mm -hmm. yeah and like my, my I have this conversation often like starting your own business it's not something that loads of people did back in the day it's really different and obviously they just want me to be safe secure and happy and this is yeah. risky you know what if it doesn't work out what if in a few years I don't have a job and I'm not making any money and then they feel that maybe they they didn't look after me the right way or things but essentially it's my risk it's my it's my decision I'm going to risk it if it goes wrong I can always do some admin or pull a pint. Like, oh, I, <laughs> me, like you can do it. And that's that's the once I've kind of explained that to them. And society is changing now, isn't it? It's not the same that it used to be. It is a lot more kind of like try. People are trying new things, and you've got to try new things because the world's changing so much. And no one like nine to fives aren't nine to five anymore. It's flexi time and it's work from home. Mm-hmm. So, even they're changing in a way so who like who knows what's going to happen so yeah that communication gain that understanding and see if Mm. it's coming from a place of care and you know thank them thanks for like caring and what this is what I'm going to do like I back myself I know it's going to work and if it's not coming from a place of caring explain why you're doing it and just say like it's not beneficial to have those kind of comments and if you're not there to support me keep it keep those thoughts no at the end of the day it's like you know it's all love it's not even like that deeper like you said I really like that you know the words you use back yourself like you really have to back yourself you know like how you you sort of said 
at the end of the day, you can just pick up like an admin job or like Philippine or something. Like, you know, I think because realistically, not everyone has a safety net, which makes it difficult to do what we really want to do. But at the end of the day, you have to know that I'm going to just go for it because the alternative is not going for it. And that's not fun. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with the decision you make. And I think it's knowing like what it really is, what is failure and like thinking of the worst case scenario, like you said, and like the worst case is this and I can do it. Then I'll just go for it. And because if it works out and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I knew you could do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, but I really like that, like thinking about the worst case scenario. Sometimes it's not even that bad. So when you know the worst case scenario, that kind of gives you the confidence to be like, okay, if this is the worst that can happen what's the best that can happen and I'm just gonna go for that exactly that's it like what is the best that can happen what could happen like let's not all focus on all like the negative all the time once you've figured out that worst case scenario now figure out what's going to go right like where are we how are we going to be interviewing Margot Robbie in a few in a few years time you know yeah focus on that instead of all the things that go wrong because it's often like you said you say there's a choice and you either take action or you regret not taking action. So which which one would you mm-hmm. rather live with? Take action and find out which path that goes or just sit and regret never taking that action in the first place? Yeah, and I'd rather see what the best is. <laughs> What's the best case yeah, yeah. like bring on. This is like so, so insightful. I'm I'm kind of visualizing myself being in the position of someone that you'd be coaching and I feel like I've already picked up couple of words that catchphrases I'm gonna like use by myself I'm already picturing making some art based on some things you've said like back yourself and just put them up up in my wall like this is a reminder Kenny back yourself so yeah this is like really really beneficial if people want to reach out to you on Instagram what's your at yeah so um on Instagram I'm at cpritch.coaching so c-p-r-i-t-c-h dot coaching um, and if anyone, if anyone's listening to this and you're like, you have questions that just reach out to me, message me on Instagram. Um, I love speaking to people. I love helping people. I know that it can sometimes be really overwhelming to reach out to someone. Yeah. Just send me a random message saying hi or anything and we'll, we'll chat. We'll see what happens because it's taking that action, isn't it? You send that message already doing it. Yeah, and it's like one little step at a time, which is one of the biggest things I've learned. Just a little step you can take, if even if it's like opening your laptop. From there, you're like, okay, I might as well just send that email, you know? <laughs> just things like that, just putting yourself in that position to take action because like nothing's going to change if you don't do anything. But think about what could happen if you actually do something. And also having the patience, I think, to wait and trust the process like you mentioned so yeah i think we are you know reaching the end of this interview any last words that you want to say to encourage anyone who's just scared of doing something scared of people's like opinions or whatever i think i'm gonna have to stick with back yourself you know take action back yourself and you know you'll 100 percent get there yes oh thank you so much i really enjoyed this conversation and hopefully we can do more in the future are there any plans to travel anytime soon um not big travel i've got a few holidays in the pipeline in a couple of weeks um nice there's ireland and portugal so it'll be nice to tap out for a little bit 
I want to go to Portugal next year. Mm, it's, it's meant to be amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I'm going to leave your at your handle um, in the description so people can like click on it and stuff. And yeah, thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, 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 oh,